you always uncheck to include zero box uh, with your axes. Um, unless zero is important. If it's impossible, like, for example, this pumpkin beer thing I mm -hmm. did, um, there's an axis. I, I did a cross uh, a, a scatter plot of the rating versus the alcohol rate uh, per by, by volume percentage in each of the beers. And first of all, you're not going to have a beer with 0% alcohol. So zero is irrelevant to that, I would argue. So, I mean, the scale's got to start around four. Because that's about as low as a beer can get. Right. Um, and then it can go up as high as it needs to go. Usually 10 is about as high as beer gets. The beer advocate rating starts around 50. You can't have lower than 50. The lowest rating they've ever given to anything is 47. Why put zero on the rating? It just makes the chart look bad. Um, yeah. There was a big ar uh, argument about this on Andy Cotgreaves' blog like uh, when we did like the last VizWiz tournament because that's what he was talking about. Is, is I think he had like a measurement of... We were, we were talking about traffic fatalities, mm -hmm. and he was saying, you know, well, the, there's never going to be zero traffic fatalities in a year, so why is that important on, a, on an axis? Mm -hmm. And there, there's actually some, some points made on either side. But um, I just – yeah, I think it just – if you're going to have a scale that goes from 1 to 100, you have to use half – like all of the scale. You can't just use half, half of it right. and say that it's a scale. Well, the biggest – issue is of course whether or not the the magnitude really even matters right in our situation it, it seems like if we're just comparing beers uh what we're more concerned about is the differential right yeah. so the 40 versus the 60 the magnitude is really important because if uh if a beer is rated 80 uh -huh. and you have another beer that's rated 83 you're like well that's three better right <laughs> <laughs> but if it's a scale of 50 to 100, it's not really 3 out of 100 better. Right. It's 6 out of 100 better. Well, that, that's the argument that we can make, right? Is what 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 does basically that scale really mean, right? When somebody it's has like a 40 the, and then we compare it to an 80, uh -huh. is it twice as good? Is it like drinking two of those? Is it that good or is it? You know, I'd yeah. like, what does it actually mean uh, when we talk about these, well, fake units mm -hmm. that we put behind ratings, right? Uh, and, of course, the same argument can be made, of course, for, of what a four-star is versus a five-star, um, you know, if we go with the star yeah. rating system. I used to think it was funny in high school to give things a 10. Like, if someone asked me my opinion on something, I'd say, I'd give it a 10. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say what the scale was. They'd just assume it was a scale of 1 right. to 10. I just say I give it a ten, so, and then I would laugh, and they wouldn't know what I was talking about because I was an asshole. Mm. But it was funny to me. So it's the whole idea of uh, on a scale of one to ten, I give it a blue type of basically. Joke. I yeah. mean, it's the joke. It's the these go up to eleven. One of the ways that people learn best practices around 
analyzing data is uh, through communities of practice, right? And a great community of practice around uh, Tableau occurs next week at the Tableau conference in which a uh, conversation around rating scales and whether they go to zero or 10 or 100 or whatever actually would probably be heavily debated and engaged upon by the populace at that event. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree on a scale of one to 10. It's probably a, 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 a B plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was probably one of your better segues uh, leading into this. But yeah, I mean, I guess uh, we're, we're in October. Uh, it's felt like it would never come, but conferences next week. And you know, it's a big part of our year. It's yeah. uh, it's a big thing for the Tableau company. Um, it's something that we invest a lot of time in. Uh, mm -hmm. It's something that we send, we give everyone in our company an opportunity to go to. Not everyone will go, but everyone is invited if they if they have a, a job or, or an ability to help out. And, um, and so there's a pretty big sizable investment there. Yeah. You know, obviously we're interested in, in the conference having people come because it does make us money and in, we want people to be engaged and adopt more software, but it's also a knowledge investment and time investment on our, our company's part to put people in yeah. this place that isn't a direct sales opportunity and it isn't a, um, it's, it's a cultural event yeah. more than anything else. Well, I mean, in, in the past years and, and geez, it's, it's been, I guess my, my sixth, uh, coming up, that's there, your, your fifth. Mm -hmm. Um, the the one thing that we we used to do in the past is that we everybody in the company literally everybody would i think drop, this is the first year where we haven't sent everybody yeah, yeah um people would drop what they're working on for a week head down to of course wherever conference was so in the past we had it in dc san diego uh back in, back home in seattle as well and it was a chance for both the customers to meet us but also of course for the employees to really get to know the customers that were making a product for that we're supporting as a part of the process and uh it mattered because it did did really kind of change some of the conversation that you have mm -hmm. as opposed to just doing a simple job you were thinking about the customer because you're putting now a face directly to it um so it's a pretty big event for us throughout the year um or uh and, and now of course we have multiple uh conferences throughout the year uh but for us big cultural sort of definitely a milestone within the year uh, and definitely something that I'm fairly excited about in terms of what we can expect from it. Yeah, uh, me too. I think it's it's always been a company building event in addition to a customer event. It's always been something that one of the reasons we have traditionally sent everyone in the company and we're still sending a majority of the company this year uh, is we think that being exposed to the ideas and the, I think, density of kind of thought about Tableau that occurs at a place like that changes how you think about data and what we sell and what we do. I, for me, it's an inspiring event because it makes me think about the greater impact of what we do outside of my day-to-day -day job, which is often just thinking about how to get someone to buy something, yeah. right? Uh, the reason that's important is because we believe as a company that we're on a mission to change the world, and there are a number of ways we can do that. But it 
involves a cultural shift in how people think about facts and information. And it's an inspiring event for me because of that, because I see Christian get up and talk about the vision behind Tableau, not how many people bought it last year. He doesn't, he could go up there and talk about our growth rates as a company and people would be really impressed, but he goes up and talks about uh, the reasons Tableau exists and the things that people used to do, not 60 years ago, but a thousand years ago to work with data and the ways that people help each other and improve the world when they have access to information and can make decisions with that. So I think that's, um, from that perspective alone, it's a cultural building event, but then also the practices behind that, uh, the, the thought leadership of our people and also people that are in the industry thinking about how data works and how, what are the best ways to, to do it. Uh, the fact that we are a company that has gone to market with an emphasis of visualization uh, shows that we are sort of thought leaders in the space of, of just what is the best way to consume information. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so all of those things, just getting those into the brains of as many people as possible is, is hugely valuable for us as, as a culture building company yeah and, and I, I think that's the bigger thing that we've always kind of felt it wasn't it's not just a, a simple software that we're well uh, that we're selling or that we're, we're encouraging people to use uh, it's not this software versus another software but a lot of times it's really just thinking about analysis as a whole right mm-hmm. um, the business intelligence isn't about swapping one technology versus another it's a lot of times thinking about how, how can we grow the overall usage of it how we think about it and uh, what mm-hmm. what impact it really has to the rest of business overall. Uh, right now, yep. it's just a small segment, but in theory, uh, and we've seen this actually done by a number of customers, it really does get under skin of all the different aspects of the organization. It helps optimize uh, some of the efficiencies that are done throughout the organization. So, you know, we, we definitely, I'm excited to see that happened more and more. And I think it, it does really stem from these events yeah. that's there. So I guess with that, you know, some of these folks, you know, for folks who, who might not have had uh, the experience going to a Tableau conference, who might not have actually checked out the website so far, uh, why don't we just do a quick rundown of what, what folks can expect? Yeah, I, I think from our perspective, it's useful to think about because it's easy for me going to my fifth one to say, use this again. I'm doing this again. I'm doing these sessions. I'm going to all these, I'm helping out. I'm going to be working long days. I'm going to be doing all these things. And it, it kind of seems tedious sometimes when you think about it from that perspective. But if you think about the new person that's going to the conference this year, or if you think about the person that maybe hasn't gone or isn't going this year, but is thinking about next year and, and kind of what the benefit to them in getting involved in something like this would be, or just what to the, to expect now that they're signed up. Right. Um, it kind of helps me put myself in the customer's shoes and understand what, what I'm going to think about and what kind of things I'm going to encounter when I'm there. So what to expect? Well, I think the first thing is it's, it's huge. Um, even when it was my first one, and we were in Las Vegas last time in 2011, mm-hmm. and we were in the Encore and Wynn hotels, and we had a couple thousand people mm-hmm. instead of the 9,000 we're going to have this year. Yeah. Even then, it, it felt really big. It's a whole community of people. It's a hotel right. full of people that are all there for the same reason. 
Yeah. And it's what? It's 9,000 customers. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them coming actually from even different continents mm -hmm. uh, to really kind of come down to this event. And now on top of that, you know, the, the really the Tableau employees. Yeah, the 1,500 or 2,000 Tableau employees. And then there's some partners. There's some other people from the community and, and world right. that are going to be there as well. Um, why is that important? Well, I mean, it's it's really interesting to kind of think about, right? When you start to bring such a large community together, mm -hmm. um, there's a much more free exchange of ideas. A, you're actually meeting some of the folks who are actually developing the product, mm -hmm. which is important. I think a lot of times when we're starting to think about, well, you know, are features that I'm, uh, that I need to actually do my job? Are they? people actually understanding some of the use cases behind it and vice versa right is the things that yeah. i'm working on have somebody already solved that in some way or maybe of course that i don't understand that there's other tools out there that will help kind of supplement my overall experience so yeah so so i know there's more you want to say but before i you, you highlighted something that i think is really good mm -hmm. which is um the fact that people that are developing tableau are going to be there people that are using tableau are going to be there. People that are developing surrounding technologies for Tableau are going to be there. People that are selling Tableau are going to be there. And that really falls in line with some of the methodologies that we've been prescribing on our podcast the last couple episodes and the way our company thinks about the best way to uh, implement analytics with Drive and things like that, which is there's people with all these different expertise and they, all of them coming together and sharing both you know, design intentions and feature requests and use cases and things like that all in the same place helps push a technology and a methodology forward. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's that's just something I wanted to highlight there. You, I think you had something else you wanted to say about why it's important for that this is a big conference. It's sort of, it, there are probably other large data conferences. Um, there's, of course, data conferences that are oriented around certain subject matters, like the Sloan conference at yeah. MIT, which is specifically around sports data. That's a very big conference. Mm -hmm. um, there's data conferences around uh, certain uses of technology, like Dreamforce, which is kind of a data conference, which is around the Salesforce platform, which is bigger than this. Um, but I think just in terms of general data and the culture of analytics and just exploring the possibilities around analyzing data, this is one of the biggest, if not the most kind of nominally important uh, conference out there. Yeah, so I mean, there, there's a lot of sort of the more um, superficial, I think, mm -hmm. um, aspects that are, are really still beneficial, things like networking, things like, for example, uh, you know, just getting to know other folks and hearing about how they've approached different use cases. But I think underneath all of this too is having everybody in the same room we know that helps the conversation now. And that has been some of the drivers for how Tableau works out where things can actually get done in a fairly quick mm -hmm. amount of time. If we learn about something and we can discuss it with our own team, we can discuss it with Tableau experts, we can discuss it with partner technology and kind of figure out exactly what directions things go from there. And a lot of times I do find that, um, well, in the past, uh, a lot of things started to move a lot more quickly just from uh, the conference. And mm -hmm. a big benefit to that is both, A, hearing about how other people here, uh, you know, are able to handle it, but also being able to then discuss it with basically everybody in the, in the same room. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely not the case, of course, with how big our uh, customer base has gotten, but uh, at least there's going to be representatives uh, pretty much from uh, across 
all the different industries that we represent and uh, the different parts of our organization uh, right. that really kind of matter to supporting the, the customers. Yeah, it's the only exposure a lot of people get to the philosophies behind Tableau. Mm -hmm. And it's the only place that they really get challenged outside of a sales scenario, which has its own sort of assumptions, mm -hmm. to think about things a different way. And I think that's why it breaks down barriers and kind of makes makes people uh, overcome certain things that they, maybe they were stuck with. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, from a sales perspective, um, Scott Taylor and I have kind of been working with our clients and in, in getting them ready for the conference. And we've been spending a lot of time kind of preparing them and getting them information on what they should do when they're there and how to engage because we're expecting that it's going to drive a lot of excitement and it's going to hearing all these perspectives from other customers and from internal people is going to make them want to kind of recommit to the way they're working with Tableau. It's like, it's like renewing their vows uh, where they're, um, they're going to come, they're going to come out and have all these ideas about what they want to do and how they can do better. And, and that's going to be where we can kind of come in and, and help them. Uh, but uh, it's, it's an event where those types of things can happen. Right. Um, no, I, I like sort of the sentiment and of course, just the, the idea of, uh, well, what you just said, right? Mm -hmm. the, you guys were prepping a lot of your customers to go out mm -hmm. and actually make the best use of the conference itself. And that actually kind of highlights a, a bit of a difference between this versus some of the other vendor conferences that are out there. Yeah. Uh, there's just the, the size of it really means we're not directly, well, it's not a sales event. Right. Yeah, um, there's it's, just no way that there, uh, we, we can get to everybody. But at the same time, we focus really on the technology and the discussion Tableau's driving, as well as some of the tech surrounding technologies around it. And what that allows for folks to do is just really pass ideas across. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, it's really just bringing in basically uh, us really being yeah. assistance to that conversation. Uh, yeah, know, it, those things we can kind of pull in. It represents, I think, the reason I. I still work at Tableau. The reason I like the company, which is it's useful, right? It's a great technology. It has a lot of utility and a lot of ways that it can help people. Um, but there's also a investment in the fun of that world, right? Um, things that are useful don't have to be buttoned up and wearing a necktie, right? Um, things that uh, provide a good to the world don't have to be met with somberness. And I think we, we approach this conference in a way where we're bringing new ideas to the table. We're bringing it in a fun environment where we're, we could easily make it something where it's just about selling a ticket and that's our revenue stream. Mm -hmm. But uh, in fact, the way at least someone, someone like Scott is thinking about it is if we can just get some people there, mm -hmm. um, we just – there's going to be a lot of opportunities that come out out of it in terms of actually improving how these people do their jobs and things like that. So I think that's that's a huge thing for me. So let's talk a little bit. Sorry, did you have something else? No, no. I've okay. been thinking about sort of the fun aspect with it. And yeah, go ahead. I, I really, I'm excited in, in terms mm -hmm. of everything that we're expecting to be able to see. I think uh, one of the things that you know people 
typically get fairly excited about is being able to touch the new technology around it. Mm-hmm. So really kind of hearing what the next generation of Tableau is going to come out with, as well as working with people who kind of understand the product in different ways, yeah. how they approach sort of different problems that's there. I'm, I know I'm going to be working in the Tableau doctor room for a bit. Uh, and that's actually something I'm fairly excited about. Um, just being able to kind of rapid fire deal with a number of different questions that come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it- so maybe we should talk about some of the things people are going to do when they're there because we've been talking a lot about, you know, what ideas they're going to get out of it. Right. But what are some of the things that what, – what is the experience actually like? Sure. Um, so, I mean, just giving sort of, again, some of the facts around it. I mean, what it's, it's going to be – it's going to start Monday night uh, uh, all the way to, to Thursday afternoon that's there. And, of course, throughout the, the whole event, we're actually going to be filling up uh, – most of the MGM, I believe, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, different um, scheduled sort of uh, courses that folks can really kind of take. So this surrounds all the different topics that we kind of really uh, approach throughout the year, everything from big data to very specific analysis to sort of the how-tos around uh, you know, really presenting your, your dashboards in the best light possible. Um, so it, it's sort of a very fairly comprehensive approach when it comes down to different courses that are available, and they're, they're going to be available throughout the day. So folks can actually hop in and out between different topics, depending on, of course, uh, what, their, what their typical job uh, mm-hmm. and interests really kind of lie. Um, beyond that, uh, there's a number of different aspects of, I think, conference that ends up being sort of interesting to kind of outside the courses. Uh, there's things like, for example, uh, Tableau Doctor. Um, where folks can actually take some of their questions coming in. I know I'll be helping there. I, this year, I believe you're going to be sitting out of it. But um, it's a great way, of course, of meeting a lot of our colleagues and just kind of working through problems from mm-hmm. you know, different angles. I, I know devs are going to be helping out, a lot of folks from tech support, uh, from consulting as well. And so you just get this array of different approaches that kind of come through it. Um, there is also probably an expo hall specifically for the uh, the partners there as well. Yeah, there so, will be. Uh, some of our partners like Alteryx, uh, Innerworks, a lot of their different innovations that they've kind of introduced on top of Tableau. That would be very interesting, I think, for folks to be able to see, to see if it applies to some of the use cases that come up. And I think along with that, there's actually the, the little bar chart. Uh, yeah. Bar, right? That's kind of cool. I mean, the, the, definitely that element of kind of ingraining just the common things that people do, like mm-hmm. going out for a bite to eat or a drink with the community and culture of Tableau is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that a lot of the a lot of the sessions that we're doing, you know, a lot of them are training and ideas around Tableau technology, but a lot of them are customer stories yep. around what they did with data. Mm-hmm. And the titles are not how we work with Tableau. They're how we build a culture around data analysis mm-hmm. or how we, you know, how we started uh analyzing our spreadsheets better or something like that. It, I think there's certainly the fact that we run this conference and it's it's sponsored and, and built around our technology mean there's it means there's an element of marketing and salesmanship associated with it. But I think the fact that we put our focus on our customers and the fact that the keynotes aren't around how someone uses Tableau or how someone works with data, but they're about knowledge and the world and how people research facts and things like that. Mm-hmm shows that this is a this is kind of a thought leadership conference more than it's just about selling software, yeah. which I think is good. 
No, yeah. And for folks who haven't actually checked it out, um, I know that the, the website's probably going to be up even after, of course, the event. Uh, so, I mean, if you do want to check out just the array of, well, very dizzying array of basically folks who will be speaking, tc15.tableau.com slash speakers, you'll just see the different types of roles, companies, uh, industries that are really kind of represented there. And most of them are definitely not just talking about the, the how-tos, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, I, I, that's what I typically hear from folks. Uh, in fact, I was on vacation uh, just last week, and while I was overseas, I was t talking to somebody, actually met somebody who actually uh, uh, worked with Tableau on a daily basis, and she was talking about conference, and uh, a lot of times the focus is on the how-to, right? Getting training and getting yeah. up to speed. Which is a big aspect of it. A lot of it, I think the the courses are around that. But even beyond that, just hearing about how other people approach the same types of issues, how they're building out a culture around it, how they're establishing teams, and how they're actually what 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 are they thinking of next? I think a lot of times will help kind of uh, well generate a lot of ideas around what what can be done as opposed to just what uh, you know how to actually get some things done. Okay. So there's a level of trust that gets built in a community like this. Mm -hmm. When you when you have a uh, a conference that's around a set of capabilities that people are really excited about, uh, thought leaders start to emerge, uh, common practices start to emerge, common words start to emerge. And what, what gets built is a culture, yeah. right? Um, that's where I want to go next with this conversation. Let's take a break mm -hmm. and then let's talk about why that community is important and some of the ways that that is, um, is, is exercised yeah. with Tableau. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so Wilson was just on a trip to a few places in Europe. Mm -hmm. Where did you go? Uh, what was it Reykjavik, London, San Sebastian, and uh, Barcelona? Wow, and you're gone for two weeks. Yep. What was your favorite of the four places you visited? Oh, by far, uh, San Sebastian. Okay, that is the least known, I would say, of those four places. How big is that town? I don't know how big it is, but it really doesn't. I mean, the closest airport is like a local airport, and the closest international airport is about an hour and a half by bus. Uh, so it's it's not really like accessible. Well, directly accessible. It's not like one of the major cities that I went to. Hmm. Um, but it's actually fairly easy to get to, and it's it's known. It's just not. Uh, it's not huge. Compare right? it to American city that, wow. in terms of uh, not necessarily size, but what it feels like to be there. Hmm, that's kind of hard. San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, okay. it's, so a, it's sort a, of waterfront town. Yeah, it's a it's a beach town um, on the southern end of Spain. Uh, northern. Hmm. Um, so close. It's Basque country. Um, so it's close to okay. the French border uh, up north. And uh, but yeah, it's it's a. Uh, a beach city um, okay. and during the summers uh, there's actually one of the beaches is uh, a lot of surfers apparently go there cool. um, so I was told, told. Um, 
and I guess uh, its real claim to fame is round food. So what it's typically known for is that it has the most Michelin stars per capita. Oh, really? Per capita, hmm. right. I mean, there's obviously bigger cities, but uh, surrounding regions and, of course, these little restaurants kind of in the hills and, and areas are, are just amazing. And they, they, they spend a lot of time, of course, uh, looking into it. And, yeah. So that is not on the Mediterranean seaside. It's on the other side. So what do they call that body of water? Is that a bay? I, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm going to look it up. Oh, the Bay of Biscay. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I okay, interesting. Yeah, I um, that's cool. I mean, that looks like a really nice place. I have always heard that Barcelona is a great place to visit. I have never heard of San Sebastian because I'm an American and I don't know anything about other countries. Um, but yeah, I'd like to go to Spain and I'd like to go to Portugal. I think those are right high on the list that was actually something that people were actually talking about um apparently people actually take sort of this pilgrimage um what was it which uh has to relate to christianity of some sort but apparently there's bones of some saint buried somewhere no okay probably i don't know uh napoleonic wars apparently went through san sebastian uh, and a lot of people actually take that uh, route, I guess, from France and kind of hike across all the way to uh, Portugal. I, I'm not sure, of course, how long that takes or what that looks like. Uh, the people were really kind of commenting on just the whole countryside being just a lovely area. Um, and I believe them after being at least in San Sebastian. Cool. Well, but that yeah. sounds like a great trip. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, so getting back to the topic, I guess that was probably a worse segue. I don't know. I mean, I, I was just making conversation all of a sudden. You don't have to, <laughs> you have to turn it into something weird. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, before I think the break, we were talking about community and I'm actually kind of excited about, well, uh, a, a part of, part of what, uh, this conference has ended up being into is it's, it feels a little bit like going back to summer camp, right? You see familiar faces. There's a lot more other people that's there, but there is that trust in the community that kind of establishes. And it's really interesting to kind of be in the middle of, but from a, from an industry perspective, from a, uh, from a BI perspective, um, this is something that's relatively important. I think, especially to the growth of technology, but beyond the growth of technology, just the growth of ideas and what that actually means. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I'll kind of open it up that way. Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's some ways that as a company, we have sort of nurtured that community, right? And like the Zen Master program that we have where we recognize people that are outside of Tableau that kind of exemplify the set of best practices and expertise that we would associate with sort of Tableau best practices. Um, But there's also just common knowledge and common language that has naturally occurred in that community. There's people that we know are especially active in the community and there's people, you know, outside of us that, you know, use either Tableau forums or other forums online or, or through other modes to communicate kind of, the, the ways of doing Tableau, 
right? Which is sort of a, a, a very vague way of describing it, but there's some really good examples of that out there. There's blogs that people have that, mm-hmm. you know, aren't just run again, aren't just run by employees like us, where we have this podcast. A lot of people have blogs where they write about Tableau, but there's also customers that write about how much they use Tableau and and examples of things that they do. There's uh, customers and partners that have written books about the best ways to work with data. We we heavily reference books that were written without Tableau in mind, but just by visual visualization experts. Um, There are, uh, online communities where people talk about challenges that they're facing with Tableau and share solutions. Uh, the the thing that I think is really important about that that you you referred to it earlier when we were talking before this as innovation, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's a set of ideas and a set of kind of rules about what the technology does, mm-hmm. and then there's innovation within that set of rules that excels in a community where there are people sharing ideas. Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about that at all? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think a lot of times when we think about some of the innovation that we've seen will take place even within our lifetime. It's not necessarily uh, something new that's completely invented out of thin air. Um, it's it's an a- adaptation uh, of one concept into something a little bit new. And that's one thing that I'm excited about, right? We, we mm-hmm. get these chances where... Uh, you know, customers from the entertainment business actually get to talk to folks who are running airlines. Uh, uh, yeah. Airline folks are, are being able to uh, translate their concerns to developers who are building software around BI. And of course, likewise, uh, partners who are, are typically engaged with sort of the business around it, right? Uh, understanding what might be actually missing components to how people need to run their organization or of course some of the gaps that need to exist within uh that that currently exist within how they manage basically their overall uh product suite that's there and so i think a lot of times there's just that opportunity that comes in for, with this when we talk about bi it's not uh it's not just technology it's not just software right what we're trying to do is improve how analysis is being done across the board to actually give more oversight over different aspects of things or, or to understand uh, some of the efficiency loss that we can actually gain back. And I, I'm excited about basically the, the exchange of ideas or the free, free, throw, uh, free exchange of ideas that will actually kind of occur within yeah. a forum like this. Um, the, the thing that I think is kind of important about this sort of uh, innovation that you refer to is that there's an important sweet spot with something like Tableau where um, there's a set of capabilities, there's limits to those capabilities, and there's limits to people's knowledge associated with those capabilities. And so if we were talking about a code language or a uh, or a programming community where there's sort of limitless or, or limited only by people's knowledge capabilities, um, then the discussions would be around purely kind of purely based around use case, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and if if we were on the other side of that and we were using something that had had fewer capabilities, then there wouldn't be discussion. There wouldn't be if there was if there's too hard limits to what people tried to do. There wouldn't right. be 
enough uh, community and discussion around it. But there's a there's kind of a specific set of restrictions that are set in place by Tableau where there's a lot of capabilities. It's designed to do a lot of things, and there's mm-hmm. things it wasn't designed to. And there's there's uh, there's borders to the capabilities, and those restrictions force people to be creative. Yeah. Um, and that's I think where a lot of our best innovations as a community have come from. Right. Is there's uh, there's a, a set of limitations, and then there's the ways people kind of within their knowledge have approached those limitations to try and solve problems, right. which I think is just really interesting. And that's that's a big part of the community because then you get into these situations where there's a forum and someone has a problem and someone says, you can't do that with Tableau. And someone says, well, actually, I figured out this way mm-hmm. by just tinkering with this one thing that you really shouldn't be able to do based on how it's designed, uh, but I actually can. Right, and those are kind of those are kind of really cool things that wouldn't exist outside of a system that was designed with something specific in mind, but has set rules in place. Yeah, I mean that's the thing that I'm really excited about beyond sort of the how-to, right? So we can learn about blending all day, and of course uh, there are going to be these courses that are going to be very specific to understanding things a little bit further, but it's really getting uh, familiar with some of the creativity. That's mm-hmm. actually involved with all of this, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the mixing and matching, and of course, the reapplication of specific things that ends up really kind of pushing both, well, what the product can actually do a little bit further, and as well as, of course, what people are able to kind of answer from all this. Um, you know, the one thing that has always been consistent, and we we keep on talking about this a whole lot internally, is just the uh, how much faster people progress once they've actually attended conference. And a big part of this is, I think, just that exposure to, mm-hmm. I think, the creativity aspect of it. It's very comparable to something like Excel, I think, in the way the community works. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was working at a previous job uh, and I was trying to build an Excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. where I was trying to get something done, I didn't know how to do it, I'd often just go to Google and I'd type in what I was trying to do freeform. I'd be like, how do you do this type of calculation in Excel Mm -hmm. and it would hit a bunch of different forums where where people were talking about it and someone would suggest doing it one way and someone would suggest doing it a different way. And the thing that really strikes me about that is that there are people everywhere trying to do the same thing Mm -hmm. and it can only exist in a widely proliferated uh, subtext, right? Where the applications are wide enough that anyone or, yeah. or a large number of people can can approach them, and the technology is approachable enough that people can understand it. Well, we've always held the idea that we don't have a healthcare analytics issue. We don't have yeah. a specific uh, software analytics challenge yeah. that's there. It's really just that we have a data issue, right? People approach data and want to ask specific questions of it yeah. in, in, in different ways. And it's, it's nice to be able to kind of at least put aside some of the different industries that are there, but be able to actually look at sort of common issues that do come up, right? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that uh, a lot of times we, we forget when we're doing our day-to-day job, when we're doing analytics this way, right? Um, the problems that we're facing today or the metrics that we're trying to build, there are different archetypes that are found in different industries that are actually fairly similar. Yep. There are challenges that we can readapt uh, and, and kind of figure out new new ways of solving it. 
uh, specific to the data sets that we're working with, um, just by actually being able to, well, to work through it with somebody else that's there. And, and, and that's one of the big things that I find to be helpful about basically mm -hmm. having this type of forum. Yeah. Why do you think Tableau has had that impact on the world where other BI applications haven't? I mean, we're, we're solving a similar problem to a lot of different companies. Yeah. Why do you think we've been able to develop that sort of community with Tableau? It's a tough question to say one specific thing, um, though I think that we want to, right? Mm -hmm. We want to highlight at least one thing that's there. It's okay, um, yeah, and, and there might not be an answer. I, I, just, I was just thinking about that as you were right. talking, the fact that, you know, this is a, a type of community that we're describing here, right. this sort of community around certain technical competencies right. and, and the creativity involved in that have those types of communities have emerged not just with Tableau, with other things too. They've emerged with Excel. They've, emerged, they've emerged with certain like web platforms. I think if you search for like Apache related stuff, you'd find a lot of things, yeah. uh, certain programming language like, um, like JavaScript and, uh, and, and probably C plus plus and things like that probably have a, a certain amount of establishment. Um, but Tableau is a technology that's meant to do a very specific thing. And we're seeing that same sort of community being built. Yes. So I'm not sure if I have an answer. That's that's a question I'm posing right. is if, if you have any thoughts on why why so, we've been successful on that paradigm. Yeah. I mean, in parts of looking at how other companies have kind of developed this, it's part of it is I think the challenges of either bad documentations that have come up, people have felt that they, they really need to band together, somewhat mm -hmm. like a study group concept in order to really just get through their day-to-day -day work. I think with Tableau, it's a little bit different. And part of it, I think it's just sort of the, well, really the fun that kind of comes behind all of this. Uh, we can iterate quickly, we can build things and we can actually uh, apply our own artistic sort of approach to it. And when we're able to do that, when we're able to focus on and, and really geek out on uh, one individual aspect of what we do, um, we find a lot of fun with it and it, it's it's cool to share that it's cool to geek out for a little bit right mm. especially at least within a safe circle hey wilson nine thousand people are wilson yes what do you geek out on oh good lord <laughs> am i back in my interview with jesse um <laughs> no it's it, it but if we kind of go back to all that concept right it's I think we all find interest in, in this in some way or another, mm -hmm. whether it's the problems that we face, uh, that we obsess over because we know they matter and we, we like the challenges that, that they pose, or really even something further, right? How do we sell the concept back? How do we actually build a team to sustain that type of innovation, that type of insight that, that gets developed? All these are just the different challenges that come through and we geek out on it. Um, and I, I think part of the community that we've established has been that. It's the, the manifestation yeah. of the geeky side of Tableau. But in, in, the, 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 in that sense, we, we've been successful because I think part of it is it's a fun tool. And at B, I think we've also been very inviting of it, right? Uh, we don't shut things out. We have these events uh, to really bring experts from the field 
into part of that, I think the, the overall Tableau family, things like the Zen masters end up being a big part of it. Things like, for example, uh, the Iron Viz competition mm-hmm. ends up being a, another aspect of it, really yeah. recognizing people who have made contributions. Uh, yeah, and, and I want to talk about that as well. Um, so first of all, mm-hmm. I noticed you said A and B as you were listing out things. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard someone say, a of all and B of all instead of first of all and second of all? I haven't heard that. I've heard A, it's this, yeah. B, it's this, and lastly or three? Yeah. I've heard people say first and then B. Um, I was listening to another podcast the other day where someone said A of all and then B of all, and I just didn't know if that was – it sounded very strange to me. Maybe, um, maybe they were having a stroke. A mild one. Not, that, not that I could, could tell, <laughs> but it's possible, I suppose. Um, the impact on the industry is something I've jotted down here. I think, I think what I wanted to ask was, um, how do you think the rest of the industry, the data analysis and BI industry, sees this community? How do you think they have reacted to it? I think they've reacted in a way that's that's wanting to develop this. And it's really exciting to see that the, the well, competitions start to really recognize mm-hmm. the importance of visual analytics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're putting investments to it, right? And so yeah. whenever we think about basically, oh, this is unique to Tableau or this is special, in reality, I think in a couple of years and how industry will rise as a whole, this will actually be a big part yeah. to... Uh, uh, from from everybody's playbook that's there, but in terms of just thinking through this, it's what I think is that these forums open up what we really consider as a part of BI, right? The importance of it. Um, I know in the past BI has largely been. I mean, we talk about this in the sense that it's been largely kind of defined as almost a report factory. How do we make automation work out faster or or more efficiently? Uh, but in recent years, it's actually started to evolve past that. And a part of it is for people to actually start to see that there's different ways of approaching it. And there's ways of pushing basically those definitions further and further out until we actually start to really see this as the eyes and mm-hmm. ears of basically a, a company. And really developing it is as important as developing basically those senses. Yeah, I think if you look at like our market share as a company, or if you look at our gross revenue numbers, we're not a huge percentage of the industry. So the attention that's being paid to Tableau is partly due to our growth, right? But it's also partly due to the community and the excitement that people pay to Tableau. And the fact that there are Research companies like Gartner that go out there and interview people and they're really excited about Tableau. And there is attention paid to our conference and there's attention paid to how excited people get about the concept of actually discovering things about their data uh, that has impacted the industry more than our presence in the market has. And I think that's, that's the really important thing that comes almost purely from this community. So I think that can't be understated, and it's it's important um, to to think about when you think about it, as you say, some of the some of the ways the uh, other 
companies in the industry are developing software to do similar things to what we do, which which I don't think is is from a perspective of com- competition or threats. I think about more in perspective of how we're moving the needle and making people kind of uh, admit and acknowledge that the way that we prescribe doing things is important. Uh, I think that's just. Um, I guess I think that's just really noticeable, noticeable that the community has such a big impact on that. Right. And part of it, I think a lot of times people look at the growth of Tableau being kind of coinciding, I think, with the growth of infographics mm-hmm. um, on the web that's there. But part of it, I think, is we've, we've made some impact into how people look at visualizations. Um, I see a lot more visualizations actually being shared these days. Uh, with the whole idea of just Tableau Public being present that's there, right? Now, as we kind of move forward, I think that's going to be part of the way that we will start to think about analytics as a whole or any sort of approach to even facts, right? How do we actually look at it? And is it presented in a way that will actually make sense and will draw more conclusions for folks as they start to, to investigate a little bit further? I think this ends up kind of moving that needle. And, and that's one of the things that uh, I think that, that really kind of, well, both the company as a whole and basically this conference really starts to uh, help drive. But really the fact that when you get 9,000 people together in the same room talking about basically the same thing, you're going to generate a lot of those ideas that come out from there that will move the needle even further yeah. than anything that we can develop with just, what, 2,500 people that we have internally. Yeah, and I think the goal is to take some of those communities and move them into communities that already exist, like mm-hmm. within a company or within an industry. Right. Uh, I I had written down to talk about this VizWiz competition. Mm-hmm. I think we should probably push that to another episode right. because I think we could probably talk for, for an hour about that on its own. Um, but I think just to kind of tease that a little bit and talk about why this kind of ties to maybe our worlds of account management and things like that mm-hmm. is um, that's where we really see the culture change happen is when that community of practice comes to an organization and there's people that are championing ways of doing things. There's best practices that exist within an organization. There's teams of people that are sharing information. That methodology of combining people from different backgrounds exists within a company. Mm -hmm. Those are the types of things that we're trying to drive in a lot of our customers. So that happens. uh, It trickles into companies when it happens at a big conference like Mm -hmm. this, and then it moves into some of these other smaller communities. Uh, But I think that's kind of the key point and, and why this conference is so important to us. Um, any other thoughts before we close up? Uh, not too much. I mean, I, I am kind of curious on, on, well, I'm always kind of curious about basically a question. If there's one event about conference that you're excited about, mm-hmm. what might it be? You know, I really enjoy, the thing I get most pumped for is Christian's keynote for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's just a really inspiring event. He's obviously a great speaker, mm-hmm. but he also kind of brings a lot of interesting tidbits to it. Um, I also uh, really like some of the other keynotes that exist there. I like how uh, some of our speakers tie their field of research, which isn't necessarily data analysis, to the way Tableau does things. My favorite is still John Medina. 
the yeah. the UW researcher, the sleep yeah. researcher, that talks about um, the ways that the human brain works and how it's associated with sleep. He's not going to be there this year, but there's a number of other people I'm excited to see. But um, for me, I think the, the thing I'm most excited about is the fact that we at Tableau have this uh, this community. And you and I were talking earlier today about the different sessions that we're promoting as a company. And um, we, were, we were looking at the ones that we're putting online, the ones that we're going to broadcast live. And we're like, oh, Bora's doing that session. That's really exciting. Well, that's going to be live. Oh, Russell's doing that one again. Mm-hmm. And there's this sort of um, almost this like whispered kind of uh, uh, respect that, that traverses the company when it comes to those sessions and who's doing them and what types of expertise. And we start to associate certain topics with certain people, mm-hmm. both internally, uh, employees of Tableau and, and externally people that are customers that we see again and again, talking about the same things. Right. And so I've, I've kind of highlighted a couple of different sessions and I was talking to um, Darth, Darth flashy pants the other day oh. about the, uh, the, have we figured out his identity quite yet? Or? No, no one knows. No one knows his identity. And he has a sidekick who uh, rides around in a little sidecar to Darth Flashy Pants motorcycle and yeah. uh, smokes menthols and uh, tends to uh, to drink martinis. And I don't know who he is either. But I'm really excited for their session. I think that's going to be really fun as well. Right. Yeah. Uh, last question I, I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you. There's a story that I don't know if you're embarrassed to, to tell, but it's from the uh, conference that I didn't go to. It's from the first conference oh. that I think you went to. And I think there was a story of the Seattle Art Museum, I think, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that, that I've heard and I wanted to get your perspective on yeah. and hear maybe. So I've heard that um, – that there was an event at the Seattle Art Museum, and there was there are customers there, and um, and you might have been in a state that that didn't allow you to speak to the customers, and so uh, someone on our team disavowed knowledge of your existence, mm. and that's sort of where the cult of Wilson Poe, uh, throbbing brain of table calcs began. Mm. But I wanted to hear your perspective. Uh. Well, I mean, the the story actually kind of goes back. I mean, we were kind of doing what what uh, good employees should do. Uh, we were asked to actually help out I, uh, with uh, the party that was going on uh, at conference. And each year, I think the the, the party gets larger and larger, uh, and it's going to be an amazing party this year um, over in uh, Old Vegas. Uh, but uh, that year, it happened to be at the Seattle Art Museum. And I remember specifically it was uh, Jesse and I. We were, mm-hmm. we were asked to... You were just being good hosts. We were being good hosts. Yeah. We were asked to actually go and help customers make uh, a pins. Well, kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, with tablet slogans and everything. And so cut out little little sheets of paper, help out with the... the, the, the um, well, with the press that helped basically make that. Right. Uh, and uh, Jesse and I helped out with that for, I think, up to like an hour and a half working through it. And it, it ended up being a situation where uh, the the caterers were really nice to us because we were, we were just helping out. Mm-hmm. We kept on coming around with, uh, I believe it was Tequila Sunrises. And so Jesse and I were not 
relatively small uh, in body mass. We just kept on, well, uh, getting our, our drinks refilled throughout the night. And at a certain point, it was back in 2010 in Jersey Shore or uh, Jersey Shore. Was that the show? Um, that's that's a that's a television program on the MTV network. For those MTV of you who aren't familiar, uh, that was happening at the moment. And Jesse, of course, uh, comes from New Jersey. Uh, Jesse decides to reenact. And he was doing a, a demo. Of, he was, yeah, of sorts. He, he was he was uh, expressing part of his uh, growing up mm-hmm. and. Uh, I was just sitting there laughing um, uh, in the middle of, of course, a room that's there. I remember Molly came up to us wanting to actually introduce us to, to, to somebody mm-hmm. who really wanted to kind of get to know Tableau as a whole. And of course, the two of us were just not in a... Um, I, the way I heard it was she came up with a customer saying, oh, you should meet our employees, Wilson and Jesse. And then she walked into the room and saw you and she said, I don't see them right now, but I'll have to give them your information or something along those lines. The night Uh, didn't end there. I'll just put it that way. I remember specifically uh, being driven home and, of course, waking up the next morning and helping customers out. It's always good to be driven home. (laughs) But, uh, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to... uh, Speaking of driving things home, we're looking forward to tableau conference next week we're going to record an episode from tableau conference so we're we're going to do some brainstorming about the best way to do that Mm. i think we might have some special guests if we can if we can maneuver that uh and make that happen uh thanks for listening and we'll talk to you from vegas